Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings, three for ten. Save $100 on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha acoustic for just $199. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals. Available online and in store now through November 1st. Guitarathon, only at Guitar Center. Find your sound. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to an August 31st Thursday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at many places, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian, and your host of Locked On Blazers. Welcome back to the show. Locked On Blazers is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This week, we have not uh, been producing our podcast at the normal rate. We usually do one earlier in the week, but I had some stuff come up that just could not be moved, could not be moved around. I know the Blazers had a lot of news uh this week so it wasn't a good week for that stuff to happen but uh I hope you understand uh just you know some things happened that that couldn't be moved around and got in the way of doing the podcast and so uh life happens sometimes and uh I appreciate the the flexibility that the podcast affords me that I can you know if, if some important things happen I can attend to those and, you know, I think, you know, what happened this week for me personally, I won't go into details of that too much, but, you know, you have things like that and then you see what's going on in Houston and, you know, things will stop you in your tracks and you know, the, you know, the world uh, will sometimes come and hit you. And uh, so uh, I'm glad that I'm back. I'm glad that I'm talking with you guys today. We have some stuff to discuss in Blazers world. Uh, quite the news-filled week, actually, as I mentioned, which is just pretty ridiculous that we have this much news on the last week of August, and now we're two weeks away, basically, from the start of camp, and... That the the NBA has has completely become a year round league that just never stops moving, and we've had some light weeks here and there, uh, but most of it has been we've had some pretty crazy stuff happening all throughout this off season. Uh, we had the tampering investigations with Paul George. We had the Kyrie Irving. And Isaiah Thomas, Boston Celtics, Cleveland Cavaliers trade get drawn out for an extra week because the Cavs had some real concerns about Isaiah Thomas's hip. They consummated the deal officially last night as the Celtics attached an additional second round pick that they got from the Miami Heat. That's a 2020 second round pick from the Heat that's going to Cleveland to 
make Cleveland whole for not getting uh, the the not getting the health health they thought out of Isaiah Thomas. It seems like the concern is is that he's not going to be ready to start the season. So as excited as we all were for that first game, doesn't seem like Isaiah is going to play in that. So we had that happen, and then the Blazers finally waived Andrew Nicholson earlier this week, and at the same time, Adrian Wojnarowski reports that the Blazers agreed to an extension with Neil Olshea, taking him through the 2021 season. So the Blazers have stability in their front office for years to come. They are not going to be changing anything. I think um, I, I didn't think that Olshea was going anywhere. I did see some people speculate that that may be the case, but uh, having been up close and, and seen that, I think that Olshea seems to have a, a connection with Paul Allen. He seems to understand how to work with him. He consistently uh, is singing his praises, and I think that the relationship there is very strong. And in Neil Olshay's defense, he has done well and has the majority of his moves that he has made have been good. Last summer aside, the summer that kind of really put the Blazers in a in a really tough spot with the cap that ended up with them having to trade Alan Crabb for pennies on the dollar was that, you know, you know, he has hit on some things and the Blazers are where they are because he's hit on some things that I don't think a lot of people expected and not everyone would have stuck with. I think Damian Lillard was a no, you know, now is clearly a no brainer. Uh, but, you know, back then people didn't know who he was. And then he became an all-star. It was instantly a hit. And there was n- no rough spots with that. And the other thing about Olshea is that he drafted C.J. McCollum, who, you know, and he stuck by C.J. McCollum's continued to believe in him when it you could have been like, well, well, you know, McCollum's a bust. He's always hurt. Uh, you know, is he going to be the type of player that can score in the league, et cetera, et cetera. And he became that player and became a borderline all-star. Uh, Will Barton, another guy that, that he drafted uh, who became a, a solid player. I think Crab also as well, uh, getting him in the second round and turning him into a guy that uh, was a major contributor on a couple of playoff teams for Portland. Uh, the trade for Robin Lopez comes to mind, getting him for basically nothing from the Pelicans for Jeff Withy and a couple of second round picks, uh, or Jeff Withy and a second round pick. I mean, something ridiculous uh, that they got him for, uh, Robin Lopez. If I recall, it, it was not very much. And then that trade triggered the Blazers to an amazing season where they won 54 games and won a playoff series for the first time in almost a decade and a half. Then you fast forward, he makes the trade for Mason Plumlee, where he gives up Steve Blake and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson for 
Plumley and Pat Connaughton. Connaughton, you know, maybe he he missed there, but it's a second round pick that happens more often than not with second round picks. And he gets Plumley, who is a major contributor to a team that won a playoff series and made the playoffs and was the fifth seed. And Plumley later turns into a major asset that they traded for Yusuf Nurkic and another pick which the Blazers used to trade up in the draft for Zach Collins with jury still out, but they were able to collect a lot of assets. And I think if you remember what the Blazers were like in the years leading up to Neil Olshay becoming the GM, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't fun. It wasn't, it wasn't, they weren't making a lot of progress. They were, they, had some big moments before him. I'm getting the pick for Damian Lillard. Sure. Was it was a really, really nice play by the Blazers. That was Chad Buchanan in the, as the interim GM, but the Blazers under Olshay have had stability and more or less been able to stay competitive throughout his tenure. And I think when you, see the improvements they've made in the practice facility. And even before he left, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge credited the Blazers with improving how they treated players. And that is part of Olshay's influence. And I think that I know that there's a lot of places where you can criticize him right now because the Evan Turner contract, it hasn't looked good. Uh, The Myers Leonard contract doesn't look good right now. But, you know, the, the, the offseason before, he hits on the Aminu contract, which is insanely cheap and incredibly valuable. Hits on an Ed Davis contract that's also very valuable and cheap that helped them win playoff games. And if you, if you measure the – if you look at the overall – if you look at his record on the whole, he is a good GM and has been good for the Blazers. And I think that him getting the extension – is is the good is the right thing because it's not good to have a new GM all the time. It it it, it doesn't build the type of culture I think that you need if you're trying to emulate the Spurs or the Heat or the Dallas Mavericks. You know teams that or or the Houston Rockets teams that are really well run that have had regimes there for a long time. And I think that having that synergy in the franchise between the GM and the head coach who he hired and the player who he drafted as the best player. I think all of that is incredibly important. And I think that the Blazers made the right decision. I know, you know, maybe 2021 is a little long, but at the same time, I think if you remember what it was like before Olshay got here, the instability sure there was talent but there was upheaval there was drama there was infighting in the office and and all these things that that kept on popping up that weren't about the basketball and in Olshay's defense you know he's had some scuttlebutts here and there with usually the local media but that doesn't really count to me as drama that's just you know that it's not things that are actually actively tearing the team apart. And I think, to his credit, Olshay has made the Blazers' situation all about the basketball. And I think that he warrants that extension because of that. And so, uh, 
you know, I've criticized him as anyone would do uh, when he's made mistakes, but I also have praised him when he's made the right calls. And I think more often than not, he's made the right calls. He revamped the training staff with the Blazers, got Chris Snackpole in there, has guys doing more preventative stuff. He is is trying to change the whole organization and revamp the whole organization. And I think that he's done that in a way that while it's not perfect, he hasn't kept all the players that you would want to keep in a situation like that and all, all those things, you know, he has made Portland a place where it's about the basketball. And I think that has a trickle-down effect when it comes to Mo Harkless getting up a lot of shots and becoming a decent three-point shooter last year or Aminu the year before or uh, the culture where, you know, Alan Crabb came in after not playing and just worked, 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 and then all of a sudden became a player that helped win playoff games. And I think, you know, that type of culture where it's not about anything else, it's not about politics, it's not about, uh, you know, all, all these relationships and all that stuff that seems to be it's pervasive in all in a, in a lot of uh you know workplaces but was extremely prevalent with Portland before he got here and I think that uh since he's gotten here it has become about the basketball even if it hasn't been perfect and I think that that's all you can ask for as a as a team where they're really just there's no drama they're just trying to be the best team that they can. And I think that uh, there is value in that. And uh, there is value in getting a great deal on your sports and concert tickets. And the best way to get a great deal on sports and concerts is SeatGeek. It's the smartest and easiest way to get tickets to live events with SeatGeek's mobile experience. You can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices fully guaranteed there's nothing like seeing your favorite team or musician in person and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value I know the Blazers season is just around the corner so you'll be able to use SeatGeek for all those games coming up and of course the wide variety of shows that they have that are in Portland and the bands that come to Portland the Music Fest Northwest was just this weekend perhaps you use SeatGeek for that I have the app on my phone. It's the easiest way that I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and just in a few taps, I have seats for the event I want to go to at a price that works for me. They guarantee every purchase, so you don't have to worry about fakes, which can be a problem sometimes when you're buying tickets online. Are these real? Are these legit? You don't have to worry about that with SeatGeek. And I think it's it should be your go-to app for any type of event, sports, concerts, comedy, and theater. Portland's a great comedy town. Maybe you need to get on SeatGeek to find tickets for the next stand-up guy you want to see. And the best thing about SeatGeek for all my listeners is that you get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. So to get that $20 off, download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code L-O-N-B-A today. That's promo code L-O-N-B-A for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code L-O-N-B-A today. So, Neil Olshay signed to a contract extension by the Portland Trailblazers. Today is another big day for the Blazers. We're going to find out later what they do with Pat Connaughton. The guarantee date for his contract was extended 
to August 31st about a month ago when I think it was July 25th when was his guarantee date and then they moved it back because it uh, they were wanting to have the option to perhaps use his contract in a trade and also there are still quite a few free agents out there on the market that maybe the Blazers uh, are interested in and maybe can get into if they decide to move on from Pat Connaughton which um, seems like probably the likely situation although you know that they're not going to have many opportunities to shed salary that won't affect the cap and uh, for a for a long-term situation they had to stretch Andrew Nicholson the other day and if they're able to move on from Connaughton and use that roster space to add another player who they think would be more helpful then they're I think they're probably going to pursue that because you know they're close enough now to the luxury tax line where just trading Ed Davis would would get you under the tax line now from because of the crab trade so they're trying to avoid the tax that's why they stretched Andrew Nicholson but they have something to address today with Pat Connaughton so we'll have another episode tomorrow once uh, they announce what happens with that Uh, we'll, we'll see if they keep him or if they decide to waive him and open up a roster spot for somebody else, uh, I know that my friend Corbin Smith, uh, host of Take It or Break It, wants Tony Allen on the Blazers. Wants thinks that that would be a good play. I mean, I think that that's a good, good call as well. Obviously, Gerald Henderson, I think, was a, a really nice candidate, but uh, his hip problems have proven to be uh, just really disruptive to his career. So, and he's going to take the season off to repair that and uh I think Portland does need still a little bit more help Alan Crabb was overpaid but he was a player who helped the Blazers and when I went on the dunked on basketball podcast with Nate Duncan to do their Blazers preview which you should check out uh one of my biggest questions in that preview for one of the the question marks for the Blazers this season is who's going to shoot Outside of Damon CJ, who's going to knock down that weak side corner three? Who's going to come off the flare screen and float to the corner and and knock that down? And the Blazers don't have that guy. And Tony Allen isn't that guy either, but he does bring something that the Blazers kind of lack on the defensive end that's just a dog out there that can defend, get in people's faces, guard the best offensive player on another team, and uh, really wreak havoc out there and... and, and and almost be kind of a buffer type of guy for Damon CJ when they're out there, kind of like Wesley Matthews was when he was here. You know, one of the great things about Matthews was that he could also knock down the three, but the the Blazers, I think, have had success with guys that can really, you know, get after defenders, really get in people's face, get after offensive players, excuse me, on the defensive end and let you know, guys like Lillard maybe switch on to a bigger guy and, and just hold their own in the post. And uh, I think Harkless has the potential to be a great defensive player. I think Aminu is a really great defensive player, but, you know, Aminu I think is a little bit better against bigger guys. Harkless uh, is a little bit better against the quick guys, but I don't think the Blazers have uh, really a guy that can lock down a lot of the quick guys. And 
I think Tony Allen can still do that at his age, but uh, they still don't even have that roster space. So we're going to be on the lookout for that. The Blazers also were, well, the, the NBA, excuse me, the Westgate Las Vegas Casino came out with their over-unders. Uh, it's a little early, but the season is starting about two weeks earlier this season. So I guess it would make sense that we get the over-unders before then. Uh, the over-under for the Blazers was set at 42 and a half wins. I think that's going to be a really good number for Portland. I would probably hit the over just because I have confidence in the Blazers. I think that they are going to make the playoffs, but uh, that's a, a really good line. Kevin Pelton from ESPN.com, when he did his real plus minus projections, had the Blazers at 43 wins, so that line is right there. Uh, there are a lot of teams in there. I think we're going to talk about that on the next episode since I didn't get to it earlier this week. Sorry for the short ep, but I will have another one before the week is over to report on the Pat Connaughton situation and to talk more in depth about uh, where Las Vegas sees the Blazers. And we'll go through the NBA. We're going to have fun with all the over-unders. Going to have fun with that. I, I, I really enjoy that, and I think... We're also going to get a guest on to talk about that as well next week. But uh, really enjoy that. Also wanted to say shout out to uh, the guys, uh, and Pandian and, and Corbin Smith. We had a great meal at Tusk, and we were just bringing all the vibes for Carmelo Anthony to come to Portland. So Carmelo, the great salads at Tusk could be yours. Uh, and, and thank you for your patience once again this week uh, with all the things that have popped up for me. And I'll have another episode this week. We're going to talk about those over-unders. Going to talk about the over-unders across the league. Maybe a little bit more reaction on Kyrie Irving and Isaiah Thomas trade that is officially official. And there are still some free agents that have still yet to be signed uh, out there on the market that uh, maybe Portland is in play for. So although, like I said, you know we're uh, about two weeks away from training camp, there's still a lot of loose ends to, to get tied up in the NBA. So... Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Google Play, TuneIn FM, wherever you can get a podcast. We are there. And we'll be back with you before the week is over. Thank you for your patience. And thank you for listening to Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.